Dobra. It's like that episode of SpongeBob where he's trying to do his essay and he starts sliding around, scraping. Yeah. <laughs> then Gary's like, <laughs> Gary's like, bro, do your essay. And he's like, Jeez, Patrick. What a chatterbox. Remember when you, uh, remember when he put off his essay and it ended up burning his house down? That's why you should stay in school, kids, and give it your all. That's why you should, yeah, that's why you should always do your essay on time. I'll burn your entire family's you might establishment. Burn down. your house down. I've definitely done assignments that made me want to burn my house down. <laughs> With you in it. Yeah. You know, there's some times where I read an assignment requirement, I go, I'm about to blow this place up and everybody in it, including me. Everybody. This Him, place yeah. being my house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it might be might be worthwhile, uh Correction, actually. I'd like to correct the record. I'm gay. No. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> like, but, but the record has remained the same. I'm confused. Also, by the way, apparently oh. f- four bottles of water was a questionable offense to my dad. <laughs> we need it for the lube we're making. Well, so, least... <clears throat> he's like, what are you having a party? We're trying to stay hydrated, bro. I'm thirsty. <laughs> That's the most boring thing ever. You draw, you walk away with literally 70 four, cents. <laughs> four bottles of water. For two people. For two people. It's each was a two bottles. <laughs> oh, someone has friends. <laughs> Bro, sit down. Act like he don't drink eight bottles of water a day. <laughs> That's mad funny. <laughs> you don't need you to sign them out. <laughs> I didn't end up with a, get a permission slip. Give me a fucking ID. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's wicked funny. That's so fucking funny. Oh man. <laughs> Just the thought of him, of all the things we've done. That's <laughs> That was the one he questioned. Not the time we went, hey, we're gonna go out for a bit and came back with stuff from the fucking liquor store. <laughs> And then just shambled down to a basement. And then shambled down to the basement. Or the time we were like, hey, we're going to a hotel for three days alone. Alone. With cameras and lights. <laughs> it's the water bottles. <laughs> water bottles that are questionable. Oh, it's the most boomer thing ever. That's something my dad would do. Oh, man. You could be like, you could have a 44 Madden in your mouth and you're like, huh. Walk, you go in the fridge and you have the door open too long. My dad's like, <laughs> Bro's gonna have You're an letting out all the cold. How are we gonna get more cold to put in the fridge? How are we gonna get more cold than the thing that generates cold? <laughs> my, dad's, my dad's under the firm belief that if you open the fridge for more than 30 seconds, everything inside expires. <laughs> everything inside just disappears. <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> disappears. All right, well, let's, but, let's do an actual intro, huh? <sighs> Good pre-show banter on this well, one. Oh, good pre-show banter. Yeah. I kind of like the lighting on this one, by the way. I'm having. I feel like I'm a little bit maybe blown out on this side, but like you do a little color correction. I'm just gonna make it red. Nothing. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the 134th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host Chris, joined by our other host Jordan. That's me, baby. Jordan. Uh, tell everyone the platforms. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, <coughs> Radio Public, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and the RSS feed all linked below. And as always, there's Instagram, TikTok. You can contact us. 
There's also our email, sinistersfire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and death threats. It's all linked below. Yes. And Spotify and YouTube have a video platform. I think I don't have to say that anymore. I mean, come on, man. We're, <laughs> we're a bit experienced. Everyone knows we have a video Everyone platform. Everyone knows. It was kind of a gargantuan event. If this, was your, if this is your first episode you you're knew. seeing, you knew already. You knew, you, yeah, you knew. Like, <clears throat> there was signage about it. The government talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Joe Biden gave a press release about it. Dude, he was like, check out my app of choice. He and said, he pulled us he up. said check out my, my podcast of choice. is a Sam's Misfire podcast with Chris and Jordan. And this is this is my podcasting app of choice, Pocket Cast. But if you go on Spotify or YouTube, they have video platform on there. That's yep. what he said. Yeah, I remember when he said that. I said, "Shout out, Joe." <laughs> Shout That's what out I said. Joe. I was there on stage with him, actually. <laughs> you dapped him up. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, uh, we're looking rather <clears throat> angelic today. Yeah, the lighting got a lot cooler. A couple of cool feathers, so we had to cool we, it down. We, yeah, we had to cool it down a bit. We're gonna fall asleep in the middle. We got a. Uh, I got some lights moved over here, Courtesy behind, of your right dad behind and the you. camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have daylight bulbs in them, <clears throat> and they're pointed at us. Um, actually, they're five thousand Kelvin. That's just before daylight. I'm gonna put you in a five thousand Kelvin fucking furnace in a minute. <laughs> Oh shit! So uh, we adjusted our other lights to compensate. So now kind we're... of. <clears throat> this is all eyeballed the side lights, but soon there might be. We eye- we eyeballed a, a little bit. We're a bit of eye. We're a couple of eyeballers. A couple of know? ballers. A couple of ballers. You know. <laughs> I'm not gonna brag. I have 17 cents to my name right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna brag, bro. I got like 40 dollars. <laughs> if I look, if I look between the couch cushions, I maybe got 35, 45 cents. <laughs> I already looked there. I took it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, Chris. So aside from poverty, what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, man, I've just been living. I've just been existing. Have you been schooling? <clears throat> yeah, I do a little schooling here and there. You know, on occasion. Escuela. Yeah. Uh, I worked on a. Pro- I finished a project. Yeah. What was that about? Uh, <clears throat> it was a simple web server in C. And how much dedicated WAM does it take to the server? I don't think it was a lot. I don't think it was. I don't, <laughs> I don't think, it was, think it was a lot. I don't think it was a lot. Come <laughs> uh, on, so I worked on that, and uh, you know, I probably put more effort into it than I should have mm-hmm. for like a little side piece project. Yeah, but uh, you it's know, a bit of an overachiever. <clears throat> Simply because, by the way, I wasn't given like clear instruction. Mm. So, basically, we were going to follow the HTTP 0.9 standard. I'm going to get a bit technical for a minute. HTTP 0.9 <clears throat> was a standard from 1991. And it was basically, your browser will send a request. And it'll say, get this file mm-hmm. and we'll send a carriage return line feed so basically like a return it's an enter and then the server it's contacting will say okay i have this file here it is and it'll just send like a plain text file mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you can display stuff with it problem is no browsers really support that anymore 
Because it's so outdated, yeah. And you need at <clears> least, <throat> like, 1.1 compliance. So I had to include, like, HTTP 1.1 uh, uh, headers. I had to, like, figure out how to, like, do content length and stuff so it makes sense. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it kind of sucked. Sounds and like it. And that stuff was not in the project guidelines, but it works, so... You know. Yeah, yeah. Now that, uh, I mean, if you got it working, <clears throat> who, uh, you know, who's going to say something, you know? Uh, that last professor that you did that project for didn't even fucking use it. Didn't even know. The open same it. professor, so. Oh, there you go. He's probably going to, probably gonna, well, you didn't have to do this. I'm marking you down to 87 points. You, you are, you are now have a 13 in this class. It's like, how about, how about I mark you down 87 points? Okay. Chris, what he is fucking, here's another SpongeBob reference for you. Chris is like, how many points did I get? 13. And how many do I need to pass? 13. 100. Huh? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Uh, yeah, so, you know, if, if it ends up being an issue, like, hey, you did way too much for this project, uh, you know, I'm, something might happen to the battery of his new Tesla, you know? Oh, is it a new Tesla? <clears throat> I think so. He talked about it a lot. As a Tesla one. guy would do, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I can't really discount them. I haven't stopped talking about the Steam Deck in two <clears> years, so. I mean, he had gotten this, he went to go look at a Tesla and in the process of test driving it. I think they gave him one overnight, and hmm. it died on the highway. Like, battery died or, like, broke down? <clears throat> broken? Like, like, battery died. He oh, ran okay. out of range. That's funny. So, you know, that's the EV experience, I guess. I suppose, yeah, that, it, you know, they probably, they had to get that shit there overnight. They just had it pedal to the metal, like, please don't die, please don't die. They got it to like, four miles to empty. Fuck you. Four, get wrecked. You have four miles of range. Yeah. So. Bro would have been better off with a bicycle. <laughs> so he said he had to go, like, from his house to the Tesla dealership, plug in the rental Tesla, get his car, drive fucking all the way back so that he could get to uh, class on time. Hmm. Uh, and he he almost made it on time. Almost made so. it. Yeah. I don't know. I like the idea of like certain things of like Teslas and EVs, like just the you know the feeling of driving one. But also the range is really just as of now it's a technological limitation. Like, well, you can only fit so much battery, and you can only get so much range. So. Well, the the range isn't the problem. It's, it's the, the time. It's the infrastructure. Yeah. Like. Yes, you can go to, like, a supercharger and charge your car from, like, 0 to 80% in, like, 15 minutes. But... Where's the supercharger? Well, the supercharger network's okay. That one's decent. It's the other one. It's, uh, like, Electrify America and shit. But you can do, like, DC fast charging and charge your car in, like, 15 to 20 minutes. But... I'm I'm only at the gas station for five minutes at a time. (laughs) And that's between paying, inserting the nozzle, holding yeah. the lever, putting the nozzle back, and then starting the car. Yeah. Because when I put fuel into the car, it's just instantly there, instead of me having to plug it in and fucking wait. And it's it's a huge fucking power draw. Uh, and not to mention, like, if you're, if like the car's battery, the supercharger, the cable. Any component overheats or has too much heat, it will throttle your charging like crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> I just don't think the infrastructure's there. And it's part of the reason why I like the idea of, like, hydrogen cars. Mm. Where you, it's electric, 
but <clears throat> you're just putting hydrogen gas in it and it's using that to generate the electricity instead of a battery. Right. So uh, I guess that's how a lot of them work. Some of them just, I think some of them just burn the hydrogen, mm. which is also pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. And it's a lot better for the uh, the environment, so... Yeah, probably cheaper too. I'd imagine, or uh, right now I don't think it is. Oh no, but if it became more like you know mainstream sort of. Because there's only like a handful of these hydrogen fill-up stations in the country, mm-hmm. and I think it was like last time I read it's like fifteen dollars per. I think they sell it by like the kilogram or something. Damn. So, and there's only a handful of hydrogen cars on the market. Like there's a there's one from Toyota. Of course. Uh, Makes sense. Kia has one. <clears throat> but sense. they're only only for sale on like the West Coast. So. Yeah. Leave it to Kia to not even know how to make a gas car. But be like, we're going to make a hydrogen car. They know how to make a gas car <laughs> that will last you 60,000 miles. Yeah. Well, it's like the uh, Nissan Versa that I had as a rental. I was looking into that CVT a little and like, talking to some people about it. They're like, yeah, you know, you know, failure point's usually like 75,000 miles. I'm like, cool. That's exactly yeah. what I want to buy a car and think about. Yeah, that sucks. <coughs> um, what was I saying? What was I going to say? My what, professor of Tesla. What was I going to say, Jordan? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. So, Hyundai. Fun fact about Hyundai. About Hyundai. Who also, uh, you know, Hyundai, Kia, same company. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Hyundai, actually, there was an Elantra... In a promotional video about this, there was an Elantra that went a million miles, and <clears throat> the first the first video they put out was they gave the woman who owned the car a little golden badge to put on it that said one M, and everyone was like, "Why don't you just give her a new car?" And then they finally just gave her a new car. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> they gave her like a new Elantra, which is which is probably already broken down. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, so you know, there's at least one Hyundai that's gone a million miles. So right, <clears throat> right. And there's at least uh, almost all the other ones that have gone less than a hundred thousand. Yeah. So you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna take do? that as you will? You uh-huh. could get a one in a million shot. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how their electric vehicles are. I heard the Ionic Five is pretty neat. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing like with Chevy too. I know a lot of people talk about how bad the Chevy Cruze is, but there's one guy I see on TikTok from time to time who's got like seven. No, I think it's like six hundred thirty-five thousand miles, and like he just maintains it. And the car is in like pristine condition. You can tell he just maintains it, and everyone's always like. Oh, how many transmissions did you put in? He's like, no, it's factory. Or like, how many motors? Like, no, it's factory. Damn, that's But like, crazy. he's done like the usual maintenance you'd expect <laughs> at that point. But like, so far, the car has pretty much just held its own. It's kind of surprising. You sometimes just get cars like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah, you do get special cases. There was a, there was a, a video I saw of a guy who was talking about how his truck, I forget what truck it was, but it went a million miles. And in the process of telling the story, how his truck went a million miles, he was like, yeah, uh, I, I put 13 transmissions in it. <laughs> After, like, one, I'm going to get rid of the fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, Like, if it's a relatively new vehicle, like, you know, four or five years old at the most, and 
the transmission inexplicably goes out. I'm going to replace it. I'll, I'll, I'll eat that cost and immediately get rid of the car. Yeah. New transmission. Come get it. Yeah. Because I know if it's probably going to need another one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the case. Yeah, that's the thing, too. A lot of people say that, like, my car lasts so long, but then it, well, you know, went through all this maintenance and special work. I, um, I always try to look at it as, like, for every Toyota that we joke about, where it's like, the Corolla goes forever. The Corolla's fucking unbeatable. My Yaris is unbeatable. There's always someone out there who bought a Corolla, and it died off the lot. Like, there's someone out there that it's happened to. Oh, it definitely has happened, So I don't think it's nearly as common as with any other vehicle. No, it's not. <clears throat> Sometimes you just get those ones that are like, huh? How? But shit happens. You, you know? know, I think Toyota needs to sponsor us. Toyota needs to send us both uh, brand new GR Corollas. Nah, nah, Supra for me. I'll take a Supra. Uh, and the new one's pretty good The uh, with the six-speed. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking because we were talking about that last time. Or was it us that was talking about that last time? It was one of the times. I was talking about someone with a Supra. Um, and how Toyota listens to the customers. Maybe it was you in the last one. I don't remember. No, we definitely brought it up one time. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. we're, we're a couple of car guys, you know. A couple of car... I'm a bit of a car enthusiast. I got a 2009 uh, Chevy Cobalt. I'm a bit of an enthusiast. LS with crank windows that don't work. Crank. Did I wish <laughs> the crank windows in the Cobalt were nearly as nice as the ones in the Yaris? The Yaris, I can be like, <laughs> beep, 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 and they're gone. That's one of my... I'm trying to fucking turn that bitch. Shit, it's like I'm fucking powering up the entire city's fucking windmill infrastructure with that one turn. Jesus, like, shit. You, you, you also, you replaced the handle because you fucking ripped it off from Oh, so from trying to crank the window. So I kept cranking the window, and I kept slipping, and I'd, like, it would pop off the little knob, and I'd punch the dash, and it would hurt. <laughs> so I replaced the handle, but in the process of replacing the handle, I got the left side or the driver's side off, no problem. It's just like, push the pin, pull it off passenger side i fucked with for like 15 minutes now this was like summertime so it's kind of hot i just was like you know what what are you gonna do i just grabbed the handle and ripped it off the door and snapped it or whatever um so then i replaced it but it's the regulator itself that's shit it's the handle hasn't slipped anymore because it's new (coughs) but does it need to be like greased or just replaced i greased it when i got the car and it lasted like a year and a half and Uh it never was like great but this is like literally you need to you cannot be driving and crank this window down how can Chevrolet just not get windows window regulators right? Yeah. Even the fucking manual crank ones, they can't do properly. Yeah. So. It's... The it, one that's in the Yaris, dude, is fucking mint. And that's the door that got hit. The driver's door that's crushed in on the Yaris. <laughs> it's just like... Perfect, dude. Just perfect. Just fucking squeak that bitch down. Like, the it's Cobalt, perfect. It's, oh, it's horrible, dude. Going to a drive-thru, I'm like, fuck. Like, especially in the cold like in the yards i'll pull it down pull it back up wait the cobalt I'm like i have to just leave this down because i don't even know if it's going back up <laughs> they, they, need a they open the window and you're like <laughs> I, I, try, I try to open the window I'm on the other side of the car with like multiple adapters like it's like a qte i'm saying it makes like circle a, it makes like a like a machine noise like like a big gear playing uncharted over here <laughs> trying to open he's a doing tomb. puzzles <laughs> he's gotta solve a puzzle first oh man <laughs> and then I, I go right back around by the window get back in the car and then i reach through the window and grab the drink like all right bye and then i get back out go to the other side and roll it up <laughs> it's literally a fucking tomb raider puzzle dude oh man i fucking can't with those crank windows on the cobalt i gotta do something i'm gonna <clears throat> i'm gonna replace them but i might call around and just see if a shop will do it for like 
250 bucks or something because like i really don't feel like doing it i really don't feel like spending the time to do it but. yeah yeah that's kind of the that's kind of the end game i'm at right now it's like i just like everyone i'll fucking feel like working on my car anymore yeah uh yeah. you know especially like mundane shit like the guy who knows how to do it is gonna know how to do it so i'm just gonna have him do it right and it's not gonna cost me nearly as much or in yeah. terms of uh labor for you yeah <laughs> yeah I, um, it's just gonna cost me a little bit more money yeah something giraffe man always said to me was what do you have more of time or money and that will dictate it and at this point in my life i'm like i probably I have, have neither more. i have neither but i can probably part with the money easier than the time yeah like i have neither but i'm i'm more happy spending the money than i am spending the time yeah. because that time could be used elsewhere <laughs> yeah Alone so. in the dark with my lube. Um, is that <laughs> is that what you do instead of working on your cars? Yeah. I send the cobalt in, and then while it's gone, I'm just like, all right, now's my time. <laughs> now's the time. You turn off all the lights. You block out all the windows. Make sure it's, like, pitch black in your apartment. I have a hundred blackout curtains all through the room. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I gotta get that exhaust fits. I'm actually going to be going Monday to be like, hey, can this, like, pass with the, with the exhaust issue? So will you, will you slide this one through for so inspection? So like Monday is gonna determine whether or not the cobalt gets parked at my dad's for the next three months or get, <laughs> or stays on the streets because I'm not working on that pitch until it's nicer weather. Fair, fair. Because I have to straight pipe it. So I mean I ain't doing that in the cold. It ain't happening. <clears throat> so I'm hoping they're just like ah it's just noise, no codes. It's not. It's post cat. Like it's literally just before the muffler. Like it's literally just an audible thing. Mm. And then if it does fail, I just flex seal the dick out of it. Like I said. And fair. Then, Bring it back, maybe, and try again. Put a little flex tape on there. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I just hope it passes. I don't feel like dealing with that car anymore. <laughs> or any car. Bro's over it. I've also been kind of over it, frankly, myself, you know? I just, yeah, man. I just, want, I just want stuff that works, you know? Yeah. Like, I just want, you know, the Yaris is doing its Yaris thing. It's it's a Toyota. It's doing what it does, you know? <clears throat> Sometimes it makes the, the weird noise where I'm like, mm, this is it, huh? This is how we end. <laughs> but then, oh, so this is the end, huh? But then it, it keeps going, you know? <clears throat> but sometimes, you know, I, I put the clutch in and the whole car starts shaking with the clutch in and I'm like, mm, okay, uh, yes, yes, this is, this is, this is where it ends. And then the car's like, no, hang on. <clears throat> All right, I'm good. <laughs> still got, I still got more. <laughs> it's like, it's like the day we were at work and Chris and I were sitting outside the yard while it was running and you would just hear it, you know, running and then it would go. Yeah, the idol was going crazy. <laughs> it just does that. I don't know. It just, it just does that on occasion. It would help if I had a tachometer. Maybe I could tell you why, but I don't know. It just does it. <laughs> That's great. I don't fucking know. It just, it just sits there. And it's just like, hmm. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> like it's gas or something, dude. I, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna get. I'm just gonna get my my Hyundai accent again. <laughs> Same exact one. Same exact one. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> you have the VIN number. We can go. Maybe we can make that. <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go find it. We're gonna search up that VIN. Find out who owns it. We're gonna drive there. We're just gonna fucking open the door to their house while they're eating dinner and be like, "Here's the money. Give us the car." They're like, "What?" I was walking and I'll take the keys. I go, I'm taking the car out for a little bit. They're like, all right, yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. <laughs> then they're I, like, wait uh, a minute. That car had this. a cool issue where the uh, you would put the key in the ignition and it wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't turn, and you had to like take jam the, the wheel. steering wheel and jam it down to get past like the fucking lockout. Yeah. Which I would expect to see on something that's older. Yeah. 
But I bought that car when I was brand new. Or when I was brand new. When it was brand new. (laughs) Just out the womb, like, give me that. When I was, I was, I crawled right out. I went, here's my money. Bitch. (laughs) He was the size of you. I drove away a Hyundai that day. No, I bought it when it was brand new, so... Yeah, I um I remember it was funny. We were talking about you know previous stories and stuff. I remember when you bought that car. This was pre podcast, and we had met at Jason's house for for a party. I don't know if you remember that. It's where we got to meet his dog. And yeah, his cats. yeah. And I remember the first time I ever saw the AdSense was I had the Explorer, um at that point still, and it was like on its last legs or whatever, and. <laughs> Chris and I were like, oh, hey, long time no see, man. Like, hey, how's it going? Chris said he got a new car. And I was like, oh, cool, let me check it out. And I remember looking at this car and just being like, for the time when we were both like 18, being like, man, that's fucking nice. I mean. Like, that's a, that's a nice car. And then you realize it's just, there's a lot of shortcomings <clears throat> with Hyundais in general. Well, I think it was, it's more so, it's the effect you get uh, if you use like a Chromebook for, for everything. And then you get like a MacBook Pro. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, this is the best thing I've ever had. Yeah. I was driving my 2002 Jeep Liberty. And I had my 03 Explorer. And that fucking thing was garbage. Yeah. Uh, and then I got the I got the Hyundai. I was like, damn, this is nice. I pushed the button. The AC works. That's wild. <laughs> my car, uh, push the button. The AC comes on. The car stalls. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I remember seeing it. And I was like, oh, man, that's pretty nice. And then, you know, Chris went home. I went home. And I remember telling Let's See that night. I was like, it's a pretty nice car. I should get one. And I just never did. And then yeah, I moved out. for the best. Then I moved out. Then the Explorer exploded. And then I ended up with the Cobalt. Nice. Know, things happen for a reason. <clears throat> and arguably, the Cobalt's a much better car than the Explorer in many ways. But uh, I still like the Explorer more. Well, the Big Cobalt works. Yeah. Has a functioning transmission. And AC, like everything works on it. It doesn't just stall randomly. Like it's, it's yeah. chilling. It's being chilling. But uh, I mean, yeah. to be fair though, that Cobalt has worked better than my Fiesta. So true. You know, a fun <laughs> thing about the the Explorer, right? Is if I was on a slight incline and I tried to do a three point turn, when I would cut the wheel left and go into the curb, uh, it would stall. <laughs> so yeah. Bruh. Um, something I I think my dad used to like when he was just kind of spitballing like what it could be i think he was saying it might have something to do with like gas level and then the fuel pump whereas i'm on the incline like this on the oh, side yeah. the pump might be trying to pull it this way and it can't it's just weak or whatever because i did that at, at let's see's mom's i literally went down the street it was like oh i gotta turn around because it was actually downhill it was downhill i was like oh there's people working at the base of this hill i gotta turn around and i just turned into the curb and I went Pff. i was like huh and then it wouldn't really start up for oh, a that's couple new. seconds yeah and then it wouldn't start up for a few seconds which was kind of a scary situation to be in because my only option was to continue rolling downhill with no power steering and no power brakes on a seven, uh, 5,600 pound SUV. A little bit scary. Probably, you Especially know, having, little... having owned it for like a year at that point. So I was fairly new to driving. So like now I'd be like, check this ah, shit out. Check this fucking. I just pick up the car and I'm like, walking up the hill. <laughs> stick my feet out the windows or stick my feet out the door and I go. <laughs> I stop the car. Um, but yeah, being fairly, it, it's funny the confidence you gain as you just do something. Like now I'm like, I'm, I've hydroplaned like very slightly before and I'm just like, oh man, that sucked. Like that is shit. Yeah. Oh, I've spun on snow and I'm like, oh, that kind of sucked. Yeah. But like when I was first driving, it was like, I would hit the slightest bit of snow and be like, oh my God. <laughs> like freaking out. That was, uh, I was like, oh, whatever. 
That was me with my Fiesta on those bald-ass summer tires, bro. And then I ended up crashing for real. Ditched in a snowbank. So, you know. And then people were trying to help me. There was people trying to help me. And they were like, nah, your tires got nothing on them. And I'm like, I know. I know they don't. I was two days away from replacing them, okay? Yeah. I, uh... Let me tell you the, the scariest story of my life driving in my dad's truck with him. No. Get this, right? 19, I want to say it was either 70, 19, either it was his 92 or his 78, so whatever, like a, a couple <clears throat> year difference or whatever. Um, he had his old ass F-150, mm. right? And we're driving, and obviously it's rear wheel drive, it's old as fuck. And we get to a point where we're going up a hill, and a really, really steep hill in, our, in my city, um, I can tell you which one after, but not that, you, not that you'd really know anyway, but it's very steep. Probably the steepest one in the entire city, and it's it's snowing. It's like all snowed, not plowed. Mm. He doesn't have four-wheel drive working on this thing. He's just like, we're going to full send it. Like, we're just going to full send it. Literally, zero, this hill's like this. Like, zero weight over the drive wheels. Yeah, he's like, we're just going to send it. And literally, my dad just is driving, hits this hill, immediately the car starts to turn sideways. I'm literally, I'm like 12. I'm like this in the passenger seat, dude, like pucker. And he was just having a conversation with me going like this with the wheel. Literally just going like this the whole time, back and forth, back and forth. And literally the car must have been going like this the whole time. The whole way up the hill, side to side. Like I'm convinced the fucking thing was twerking, bro. He does not give a like, fuck. He's he, like, eh, I've done this before. Yeah, literally just having a conversation with me, like not even a, not even a break in stride, dude. He's just like going, going. Having a conversation, casual, calm conversation. With one hand on the wheel, he's got a he's got his other hand is holding a coffee. He's got a cigarette in his mouth. He's like he's texting. <laughs> he's, he's got his feet up and he's texting with his toes. It's, it's the what do we call the three button press one? The old flip phone. What the fuck is that called? Oh, the uh, T nine. T nine. He's fucking. Like, <laughs> oh fuck! I made a mistake. Hang Shit. on. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> but dude, he did this, and I'm like. I'm just like shitting my pants. <laughs> I'm just shitting my pants. And then, I think it was the same hill. I think it was the same truck, same hill. Like the way back, he's like, "Well, we gotta go down it now." And I'm, <laughs> and he's like, and I'm like, "Oh, well, time to do this." Then I'm huh? like, "Oh, okay." So he's like, "I'm just gonna put it in first, and I'm not gonna touch the brakes." And the car is trying its hardest to like engine brake, but it's just sliding at this point, and I'm just like. Like, literally. <laughs> We're going to fucking die. We're going to die. I remember this distinct feeling of him being like, he, he literally was like turning the wheel and we were just staying straight. And he's like, fuck, there's a curve at the end of this hill. And I'm just sitting there like, bro, I'm like shitting my pants. <laughs> and, and then he has like this sort of idea. He's like, I have an idea. And as we're heading to the base of this hill, he like puts in the fucking parking brake and swerves us like around this corner. What the fuck? And I'm, and I'm just like, I'm literally like, I'm like, I'm like, Lord Jesus, fucking save me, please. And he's just said like, chilling. He's like, you're yeah, preparing for this to be like your last day on earth, bro. I, I'm getting my fucking will written up. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking putting it in the bottle, throwing it in the lake, like, fuck. Like, to my cat, Oscar, all my possessions. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call my mom, like, Mom, it was nice knowing you, man. Like, damn. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, we're good. Scariest fucking thing in my in my entire life. That's fucking crazy. And I used to think my dad was just carelessly nonchalant. No, he's just experienced. He's a menace. He's just experienced at this point. Like yeah. same thing with the Yaris, where like <clears throat> he was like, yeah, check this shit out. Pop starts it with the clutch, starts like spinning the wheels. I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> you haven't driven manual since you were like 15. You're 60. <laughs> what are you doing? 
check this shit. And he fucking, he's like drifting. He's spinning the car. He's, he's got on it on one wheel. He's, like, he's on the nose of the car. <laughs> oh, man. It does like a front flip. <laughs> Even funnier. He's like, jet this out and crashed. <laughs> into, a, into a street pole. Oh, man. Have you ever seen that video oh, of, uh, of the guy... It was like a, a guy in his, in his garage with showing his friends something. And he goes, check this out. And it was his, like his dad's Mustang, like a GT500. Like it was a, mm, it a beautiful was, one. Yeah. yeah. And he starts it. It turns out it was in gear. And, uh, and it fucking just crashes right into the garage door. Oh, I hope his dad was dead at that point. His dad, he goes, the, the expression of panic that he had was crazy it's like my dad's gonna fucking kill me because <laughs> he just crashed this like eighty thousand dollar car into the fucking into the front of the garage door which Fuck. just goes to show like i don't understand how it's legal but there are companies a lot of companies that put in clutch bypasses on their cars like oem from the factory oh really yeah, you can, uh, like the new Tundra, or the new uh, Tacomas have it, where you can turn off the clutch switch. So, like, you don't have to have the clutch in to start the car. Hmm. Which... From Toyota? Yeah. I didn't know that. <clears throat> From the factory. Which, fucking dangerous, because shit like that happens. Yeah, that is interesting. I thought, it, I was under the impression it was entirely illegal, but it was just something you could do. That's crazy. I guess it's not if, like, the factory does it i guess well i guess it also depends on states too because have you seen um that video of the guy who gets pulled over by the asshole cop um in california i think it was for having track mode he buys like a brand new car i forget what car but it's in track mode which just made it loud as fuck pretty much mm. and like it's meant for a track and he gets pulled over and the cop's like does this car have track mode and he's like yeah and he goes, well, that's illegal in this state. We're taking your car. We're doing this. We do, blah, blah, blah. You have to pay $10,000 to get it removed. Like, he gives him, like, a list of shitty ass well, to do. Well, is the car registered in California? I believe so, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm As like... As I say, if it's, like, if it's not registered in California, I don't think they can do that. And I'm like... I don't think I'm, it's subject to their laws. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, though, I'm like, how can they sell a track... And that's what the guy in the video said. Oh, yeah, he goes, also, the guy sold it to me. how can they sell it if... <laughs> Yeah, he goes, the guy sold it to me, and the cop goes, he absolutely did not. And he's like, I just bought it from him. And he's like, well, then he told you what about track mode. He goes, no, he didn't. Like, he didn't mention any of that to me. And the cop's like, he most certainly did. It's like, okay, dude. Buddy, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he was, too. He was listening, dude. He's he, was he was in the bushes. With the, <laughs> he had the binoculars. He had a little listening device. Fucking transcribing it. He's like, with a typewriter. He's got, like, one of those... Uh, he's got a stenographer with him, yeah. just like <laughs> punching at like 400 words per minute. Yeah, that's, that'd be a good job for Letsy. Maybe she was pretty high on uh, words per minute for a while. Well, stenography is a bit different because yeah, like you, go you have to learn how this stenography machine works. True, true. Because you're you're typing sounds more than anything. Ah, I know that actually. And then you type sounds, and then it just figures out what word you want. That's fucking weird. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of strange. There's like eight or ten buttons on it. Chris, is it weird that I now want to learn how to use a stenography machine? I mean, no. Could you, we buy you could one? do that. You probably could. I'm not going to do that. How much, how much does that go for? That sounds actually sick as fuck. Probably. I will transcribe this whole <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, 
I'll it's, get two of them and do it simultaneously, one for each of us. It's uh, also a dying, uh, dying industry because at some point they figured out, oh, what if we just, what if we just use an audio recording, or like AI, and just Chat GPT just being like, the fuck. We'll have Chat GPT preside over this case. <laughs> Chat <Chat-B-G- laughs> Judge like- Chat GPT. Yeah, that's uh. That reminds me of the thing we asked ChatGPT. We asked for like a cheesy one-liner, and it was the dumbest shit ever that's ever been said. It was a cheesy one-liner. It was. It did. It understood the assignment, but it just you know I would have given that like a C plus. You know what I've learned, Jordan, about ChatGPT. What's that? ChatGPT writes shitty code. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah. I uh <laughs> said, hey, ChatGPT, what am I doing wrong? And I would show ChatGPT my project. And it would spit out like, hey, you should add this. And I go, okay. And it would be like 10 more lines that I need to use. Oh. And then I'll ask like, hey, what is, what, it's doing this. What am I doing wrong? And I go, you should try this or this. And I go, still don't work. So I don't think ChatGPT is coming for anyone's job anytime soon. Not soon, no. <clears throat> Although... There is, I think, a new GPT model that they're going to be releasing soon that may. Oh, shit. So. That'd be crazy. You can say, yeah. <clears throat> they're, they're pumping this shit out fast, huh? First, it was Dolly. Yeah. Now well, because there was Dolly Mini, which made, like, horrifying creations. I bet it. And then now, like, the new Dolly one is, like, it's a much stronger model. So, but, like, some of the other ones are crazy. Like, there's there's other ones that will skim, like, every piece of art that exists on the internet. Like, billions and billions of images. So. Yeah. You know, I can't do that. I mean, yeah, I can't. Not as quickly. <laughs> I can't scan billions of images. Dolly 2 made our fucking Halloween logo, so, you know. Yeah. He's a bit of a, a, bit of a beast. Yeah, Shout out a- to him. Makes good stuff. It does. It I does. will say. I think if we could get Dolly too, could uh, get a little more context understanding like ChatGPT, that'd be even better. Because the thing that always that I found fascinating about ChatGPT was when we were putting in our prompt, it was like, but what about in this situation? And it would understand the context and kind of modify it a little. Yeah. Um, if they combine the two models, it would be pretty interesting. But like Dolly, I'll be like. Um, raining darkness, and then it, it just, like, does some shit in the dark. Like, it, I don't know, it's just weird. It doesn't technically understand, like, the context I'm trying to put it in. Or, like, if I said, this is gonna be a logo, so we need to leave space for a title, it's not gonna, like, shift everything over. It's just still gonna make that shit front and center. Yeah, like, if it if, if it combined the two, where you say, like, hey, I want an image that's this, and it gives you an image, and I go, okay, but what if it was this, and then they, and it changes the image a little bit? Yeah. Like, hey, what if this was actually, like, a YouTube banner, and then it, like, splits it up into, like, a wide banner and leaves room for text and shit? Like, something <clears> like that. It'd be pretty interesting, I think. Um, but I think we should still uh, uh, did your job. I think we should, write, uh, we should write an entire podcast episode just with AI. That could actually be really funny. I was thinking about writing an entire video with AI, uh, and that being the concept of the video. It's like, hey, guys. I wrote this whole video with AI. Chris, I think you just sold me on something. I really want to do that now. Okay. Coming to you soon, hopefully. 
Coming to you soon. It probably won't be a full hour, but... <laughs> It'll be an entire hour-long episode where... We could definitely do something similar where we just, like, we... we take concepts and we feed it to fucking chat GPT and it's like construct an answer to this question. Things like that. Yeah. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. We just know that's somewhere in the pipeline. Or now. if we just make an IRL video that's entirely AI generated. Could do that. So could do that. But uh Chris, I have a hot take. Do you? I think now's the time. We're gonna have to rebrand this as the AI podcast because we're <laughs> gonna get cancelled for this. Oh boy. Bro. My hot take is that Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy are the worst things about SpongeBob. Um, I fucking hate them. They suck. They're useless. They're senile. They're decrepit. They should die. They should do a whole episode about them dying. <laughs> like, like you're telling me they beat Man Ray. Man Ray's like this buff motherfucker who's like eight feet tall. An incredibly like decrepit old man. You should just kick him in the teeth. I just want to see an incredibly serious episode of SpongeBob where everyone at Bikini Bottom is at Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy's funeral. Yeah, like honestly, dude, I would love to see. <laughs> and an episode. SpongeBob gives like a eulogy. <laughs> like honestly, if the episode opened and then it was just them for a while, and then Mermaid Man went evil and then got shot with a fifty BMG round, <laughs> that would. <laughs> That would be acceptable. Like, <laughs> that would go down as my favorite episode uh, in the entire series. I fucking hate them. No, I think I think I think Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy kind of suck too. Honestly, they suck. Dude. They're like they're they're like you know they're mid characters. Maybe the, maybe that good. The, I don't know. The evil thing it works like a couple of times, but it's like it every time bro is on screen. He won't shut the fuck up, bro. He just yells evil. He's dumb. Mer- uh, and he's Bo- fucking old. Barnacle Boy is just kind of like, huh? Uh, I'm just here. I'm just, I'm like the dumbass Robin. I'm like Robin, but if I was dumber. He's like human Squidward. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And, um, yeah, I don't know. They just like, every episode that involves them, I see it. I'm like, skip. Damn. I, I skip. If I know they're going to be in the episode, I'm like, skip. I don't want this. I don't know if they're any, in any of the newer uh, episodes. If they are, that would be horrific because they used to be very expressive in mm. the old one and the new if you've seen the new spongebob <laughs> animation style it's very like bombastic like the faces are very uh hyperbolized basically so like in the old spongebob you know spongebob would do the sad like face yeah and this new one he turns to like a puddle and does the face like it his expressions are totally hyperbolized <laughs> so like if mermaid man and barnacle boy were screamed like evil i wouldn't doubt that he'd like stretched its feet and like they totally exaggerate it, so I'm wondering how they would look in the new animation style. Probably uh, horrifying. Probably. Um, yeah, I fucking hate them, Chris. I uh, that goes to uh, show about uh, SpongeBob's new writing. How I've seen clips of like newer SpongeBob, and it and I've seen a lot of shit like that where it's like what. <laughs> SpongeBob's honest reaction to something will be like him peeling his own skin off, <laughs> or something. And Which is kind of funny. The dynamic of SpongeBob, Patrick, and Squidward has changed from like Squidward being like, "Oh, you little rascals," to like, uh, and SpongeBob and Patrick being annoying, and uh, it's changed to like SpongeBob and Patrick murder Squidward's entire family and then laugh about it. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They've definitely exaggerated that a lot. So I um, yeah, I don't know. I like the. Uh... 
like I kind of like some of it, like the appealing of the stand and shit like that. It's kind of funny every now and then, but they do it so much from what I've seen. And like, it, I think you said this on an episode a long time back, or someone said this to me, but it's like they're just trying to make meme templates in every episode. Yeah, yeah, it's, it could seem that way. I like, uh, I do like, because it's a shame, I don't know if they, I think they do it too much now, because like early Spongebob, they would have like, one frame of like a complete gross out or like hyper realistic fucking depiction yeah. of one of the characters. Heard, what's that on your nose? And then it's like, ah! and it's so, and it's and it works every time because they didn't do it every fucking episode. Mm. But if you do a gross out thing every episode, it's just not funny anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like there's, yeah, I think. Uh, if they are just trying to make meme templates, they're not doing a very good job. Yeah, I haven't because seen many. Because all the meme templates are from, like, the first four or five seasons. Yeah. Of the show. Yeah. So. I don't know. Spongebob's a really good show. Like, genuinely. There's so much good shit in it. And I, I'd like to watch the new one and just see what it's about. But, like, yeah. Yeah. It's on Paramount Plus, I think. Should we Should we binge the entirety of Spongebob seasons, like, 7 through 16, and then come back to this and be like, it fucking sucked. And that's it. That's our only reaction after watching probably 500 hours of shit. My honest reaction, and it's just like, yeah, it's all right. It's more Spongebob, okay. but without the spung. <clears throat> like, have you ever seen the video? I've, I think I've told, talked to you about this before. Of a guy who made a chicken sandwich from scratch. Like, mm. everything. Like, he grew wheat to make the buns. Yeah. He grew lettuce and tomatoes. Uh, and I think he raised chickens to kill them for the meat. And it took... Like six months and thousands of dollars, and it was the most mid. Thing and he ever. eats it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's okay." I think that is <laughs> like, and he goes, he goes, six months of my life for just all right." I think. Uh, <laughs> so I guess that's what disappointed. Uh, I guess that's what you could say about kids. Eighteen years of my life for just all right. For just but, all right. Uh, that's definitely my dad, bro. Um, <laughs> eighteen years for just okay, I guess. Um, I think that came up on our depressing episode where I, we, I, we were like, man, shit sucks. We're going to move to the woods and make shit ourselves." And then you talked about that. I think that's where that came up. Maybe. I don't know. It was like a couple episodes <clears> back. <throat> we were just a couple of depressed boys. We were just like, man, man shit sucks, brother. Man. Hey, you know how it is. You just got to be, you just got to be upset sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you do got to be upset. You got to be upset. But, Mr. Chris... Yes. What else you been up to? Man, I'm so fucking mad, Jordan. He's <laughs> a little bit upset sometimes. Yeah, but this one isn't sadness. This one's just pure anger. Unadulterated fury. I last night saw pure red for the first time in a while. Oh shit, okay. So remember, Jordan, we talked about on the podcast where... <clears throat> remember the time we ordered uh, McDonald's at work and they forgot like 80% of my order? Yeah, you got like and five nuggets and that was it. super fucking mad. Yeah. I went to Chipotle yesterday. Mm -hmm. okay? And Chipotle has been declining in quality. Ever since they got rid of the shelf, right? For the last... No, just for the last like... I've noticed the last like six months, they've been steadily declining in quality. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, now the meat sucks and they don't give you any and the fucking thing costs more now. Uh, it, it, yeah, it just, they've been declining in quality like crazy. So, you know what? I'm just going to get a Chipotle. I'm just going to get a burrito. 
a chicken burrito, and sounds some, basic. Some chips and queso. And I get there. Of course, the fucking shelf goes out the window. Shelf goes out. The, it's still there. There's one order on that shelf. There's an order on the shelf. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. They ask me, "Hey, what's the name?" I say, "I say it's for Chris," and they hand me my order. Number one, what happened to the fucking shelf? Yeah. Okay. Why is there one order on there, but mine's not good enough to go on the shelf? Yeah, no, you don't There's belong. one bag on there. You could have just put mine on there. Yeah, you don't It would have taken you shelf. half a second. It, it, it's walking two steps. Mm-hmm. Then, I get home. Oh, you didn't check it before you left, did you? And I open the bag. And what's in the bag? Because Chipotle's never fucked up my order in terms of, like, forgetting things. Mm-hmm. They've forgotten to put certain things in my burrito. Like, they've forgotten sour cream, like, a billion times. But they've never just forgotten an item of my order. So I don't... So I don't bother. It's a memory thing? Memory card? Yeah. It says we got four minutes. Alright, you have four minutes to finish this story, boy. <laughs> so basically... Uh, so basically, I open the bag, and there's just a fucking burrito in there. There's just a burrito in there. No chips, I, no queso? No chips... I thought there was no queso. I dug around in the bag. I dug. I got in there. I got the shovel out. Put it on. <laughs> I put on the bag. I did find the queso. No chips to speak of. I was furious. First the shelf, now this. I was so fucking mad. And you know what? The worst thing about it is that the chips and queso, like the small, like regular one, is like eight fucking dollars. Holy shit. So, you know, <clears throat> fuck you, Chipotle. You're not getting any more of my business. This week. This week. <laughs> it's Saturday, I'm going to take my business to Taco Bell. <laughs> or Pancheros or something. Dude, Pancheros is where it's fucking at, bro. Way better. Way it's better. It's very unlikely that uh, you have a Pancheros near you because there's like 60 locations in the total. Yeah. Uh, and they're all in, like, fucking Ohio. Yeah. So, you know, if one exists near you, it's worth a try. Dude, try it. I'm <laughs> telling you. They, they fucking, they take the masa or whatever. They make the burrito yeah, right in make front the, of you. Yeah, they make the fucking uh, tortilla right yeah. in front of you. Dude, it's so mint. Oh, it's so good. It's pretty good. I and love they, uh, Yeah, so I feel like they're going to be getting my business instead of Chipotle from now on. They're also closer to you anyway. They are also closer to me. A lot closer. Because so. the nearest one's all the way in that other town, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't um I haven't gone to Chipotle in a long time. Once Pancheros opened and our I don't boss think it's not was it's like, not worth it anymore, honestly. Our boss talked about Pancheros one day at the gym and I was like, I'll give it a try. And um I man, I was like, man, this is really good. It is expensive though. Like but I don't know what Chipotle's so, prices Chipotle are. Chipotle's also fucking expensive, so like expensive how like what's a burrito? Like st- just a standard burrito. Now keep in mind, Pancheros burritos are dense. This so, just like three pounds. And I don't think they charge you for extra at Pancheros. Usually they don't, I don't think. Usually they don't. If if someone's watching, they might. But at, at Chipotle, they charge you for like the extra meat. Mm-hmm. So the burrito, chicken burrito with extra chicken, is like thirteen bucks. All right, it's yeah, never mind. Cause yeah, Pancheros is like nine or ten. So. And if you want steak, it's gonna be a sixteen dollar burrito. Yeah, which is fucking absurd. Yeah. So fuck you, Chipotle. Fuck you, Chipotle. I'm uninstalling your shitty app. Yeah. Now we have to uninstall this shitty SD card so we can we can f- continue this godforsaken show. Are we back in, in, in business? Oh, we're full we're full tilt, dude, full throttle. We're back on the record, baby. 
I mean, Chris, we, uh, we technically never left the record, so all that audio that you were saying when the video cut, that's all there. Oh, that's all there? Yeah, every, every... all the time I said that word. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. On repeat, like for literally no reason, like completely out of character for like you, Chris. Completely like, out of like, like, I And you directed it at one specific person or one yeah. specific culture. <laughs> <laughs> he was, of course, talking about pancheros and how great they are. That's what you're saying. I was, I was being very derogatory towards Chipotle Mexican Grill. Yeah. The restaurant specifically. Yeah. No, none of that happened. I can, I can fucking show you the audio. We were, he went to take a piss. I dipped the camera around a while. And I did went take, back. A, I did take a piss. It was pretty, it was a pretty solid piss. I, yeah, I heard it flush, and I went, ooh, it flushed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Reddit, what do you want? Reddit, stop, dude, stop, stop! Don't they know I'm making a podcast? Oh my god! We're literally in the middle of making a podcast right now. We're literally in the middle of making some content for literally millions of people to enjoy. <laughs> Yes. Potentially. Millions. Millions of people. You know, any one of these episodes, Chris, <clears throat> takes one, takes, it takes one person seeing it. One Bezos being like, I like this. I like these guys. And then just guys. showing it to everyone, you know? You know, I feel like if there's one person who would like our podcast specifically, it would be Jeffrey Bezos. I think so. Or Timothy Tesla. Or t- Timothy Tesla. Or fuck, yeah, fucking elongated muskrat would like this one. <laughs> I talk shit about his cars too much. I don't think he would. You never know. He could pay for our silence. Maybe. <laughs> Next episode. Dude, Tesla fucking incredible. I won't, say, I won't say another negative word about Tesla if you just slide me like $10 million. And what is that really? Like? What is that to a guy like Elon Monks? <laughs> like he's got the money. Just use it as a tax write-off. It's a donation. It's a donation to a poor boy. <laughs> poor helpless boy. Poor helpless boy. <laughs> I don't have any money. Give me money. <laughs> money made problem go away. Money me. Money now. Me a money needing a lot now. <laughs> Chris. Yeah, what's up? Speaking of Reddit. Okay. I went on to r slash Steam, uh, Steam Deck. And for the first time ever in Reddit history, I got valid, useful advice. Holy shit. So I did, I did a little thing. I was at work one day, and I just had a sudden impulse. I was like, I'm going to start emulating PS2 on the Steam Deck. Okay. Why? I don't know. Just thought it'd be cool. So let me see how easy this is. So I went home, set it up. I emulated it. I emulated iNinja, which I had bought <coughs> Giraffe Man's PS2 off of him to play. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, that just sits in the closet now. Um, Fair. So I bought that uh, off him. Didn't use it that much. Used it one day. And then now I emulated the game that I wanted it for. So I was like, cool, cool. So I emulate the game. I'm playing it. And it's just, it's running in slow-mo. And I already knew how old games were tied to frame rate. Even some new games actually surprisingly are. But it's old games that are like 100% tied to frame rate in yeah. terms of what speed they move. So I'm messing with the settings. And I, I even set it to like 120 frames per second. And it didn't speed up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm missing something. So I go on Reddit and I'm like... What's going on? And what I had found out before, Chris, was I realized I could launch the game in desktop mode on the Steam Deck, and it was fine. <clears throat> when I launched it from SteamOS, it wasn't. And it didn't hit me until someone in the comments goes, check your frame rate in the, the uh, PCSets too, which I had already done. I set it to a really fast frame rate. And on the Steam Deck itself. And I was like, mm. you know, I think he's on to something. I forgot that when I first shot the Steam Deck, I basically just global locked it to 40 frames per second. So I turned that off, I boot back in, and it's fucking great. So it's actually pretty 
pretty damn good to emulate. It's actually, it's genuinely better than the PS2 version just because the control is better. Like, using the Steam Deck controls is way better than using a PS2 controller. I see. Like, infinitely better. Um, just plug in your PS5 controller. Try to clean with the PS2. There you go. I think it'll work fine. So, Chris, I went down a rabbit hole. I started emulating PS2 games. I now have every Ben 10 game that released on PS2. I have Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. Uh-huh. I have iNinja. I have Flat Out 2. You have Spider-Man yeah. 2. You have fucking... That pizza theme goes hard. It does. It really does. So I gotta try and play that. I didn't even know, by the way, that they made a PS2 port of the Spider-Man 3 game. Because that came out on PS3, and it's actually like a halfway decent game for the movie. And, dude, they made a PS2 port. I looked at the screenshots. I'm like, this looks atrocious. <laughs> atrocious, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, it looks like it's from a DS. <laughs> like, fuck, dude. Do you ever play, like, a, a DS version of, like, a Call of Duty game? Yes. I, I have never played one, but I've definitely I've seen gameplay of one. It's rough. Yeah. Even the Wii version. The Wii version I had and played, uh, and the Wii version sucked. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Your aiming was all done with motion controls. So you had to, like, it was only as good as your light sensor was. Yeah. So, so doing, like, precise aiming was such a pain in the ass. Yeah. It yeah, because like, you had the knuckle in one hand, right, to control yeah, the you and had to control you your, camera like this. Yeah, and camera and, like, shooting was, like, B or whatever on the back. So you'd have to be like, beep, 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 and move as well. And uh, I legitimately couldn't pass the first mission because of how fucking terrible the aiming was. Yeah. You know what I'm really good at, surprisingly, is VR shooters. I'm very good at aiming in a VR shooter. Hmm. Uh, VR, I mean, VR shooters are kind of the same thing, but the tracking is way fucking better. Oh, yeah, especially if you have, like, the new Quest Pro as well with the, the standalone controllers that track themselves. There's literally zero tracking loss, like, ever. So, I, I uh, playing Onward, dude, I'm, I'm better at aiming in Onward than I am at, like, a fucking Call of Duty game. Like, I'm just better at it. It's just, like, because I can be in control. It's so, it's so fun. They also make those, uh... There's little jigs that you can it's put your stock, controllers yeah. in, and, like, it's a gun. Yeah, most games support it, too. It's, uh, they call it a, um, something stock. It's a, uh, gun, like a gun stock, pretty much. But there's a certain term for it to, like, put it in the game, so to speak. Because you have to calibrate it for the distance apart your controllers are. Yeah. So they actually, a lot of games, a lot of the shooters support that, which is pretty cool. That's pretty neat. I'm gonna just take one of my guns and repurpose it. <laughs> So it's heavy as fuck, too. <laughs> take one of your guns, repurpose it, like, tape your controllers to it, and uh, an Oscar walks through, and you blow him away with a shotgun. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to take all the ammo. I'm like, this man, one. this game's really immersive. I can hear the people screaming, and it's Oscar. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Oscar would survive a shotgun blast, bro. If it hit him in the rear hindquarter, maybe, only. Uh-huh. Just, 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 like, eclipse his tail. Or something. He's like, oh, fuck. Fuck, I needed that, bro. <laughs> he walks up and just decks me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, come on, man. What's wrong? Ooh, you just come up and shoot my tail off? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Bro's fucking used to it. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> come on. Not again. Gets the tape out. Tapes it back <laughs> he on. He fucking pours the solution on it and it <laughs> welds itself back to his, his fucking... The rest of his tail. Resident Evil fucking be like... Done. I actually wonder too with with Resident Evil being like 
This only works because you're made of mold. Like, what is he pouring? Is he pouring, like, Gorilla Glue? Mold, uh, powder, liquid. <laughs> uh, mold. Uh. <laughs> He's pouring mold on the mold to make more mold. Mm, yeah, that makes but sense. But then, you know, they plan on doing another game, don't they? Yeah. What's the healing system going to be then? It's going to be like Far Cry. You fall, <laughs> and you hit... <laughs> Thumb back in place, pulls rebar out of her chest. You get like, shot in the head, and you just go, Ugh, gotta fix my thumb. I always love that about Far Cry. It's like you fucking, you go paragliding, you get hit with an RPG, you fall off a tower, snap your leg, and then the healing animation is just like, all right, I'm good. Or you get a knife, and you go, and you dig a bullet out of like your arm. Yeah. How, how it even got stuck in there, to be honest with you, and didn't just go straight through, considering you're getting shot at people, uh, shot at by people with five five six rifles. I don't fucking know. You know, video game. <laughs> video game. See, yeah. you get it. Yeah. Did you actually see Ubisoft updated Assassin's Creed Syndicate? Did they? Yeah, they fixed it on PS5 because I guess it had like some graphical flickering um, when you were doing the backwards compatibility. So they fixed it. Wow. That's surprising. That's one of the more underrated games, personally. That's a really that's fun a, one. You that's get an interesting game. thing because, like, uh, you know, Ubisoft, I... <clears throat> As far as I know, there are older Assassin's Creed games, Assassin's Creed games, who that still have a ton of issues. Like Unity still has a ton of issues. I think it has a decent amount. It's a lot better. Like it's definitely playable, but it's got some weird animation glitches more than anything. I don't know what cyberpunk is like these days. Everyone says it's good. My brother's playing through it right now. He said it's pretty good. Cause I I want I think it's worth I think it's worth at least one more honest playthrough. With the game actually fucking functioning. Yeah. I feel like my opinion on the game would change if I could just play it in a functioning state. I agree. I might replay it. If we hit like a lull at some point where there's like no games, I might go back to it. If but, we uh, hit a million subscribers, I'll play it all in one shot and I mean, I'll stream it. I mean, it won't be hard. It's 15 hours. You got it. I mean, I could probably do that. You definitely could. People do 24-hour streams. You got this. You might just kill yourself first, but... <laughs> Cyberpunk, here you go. You want a tough challenge. Cyberpunk playthrough, no glitch. I'll end the stream when I when I encounter a glitch. Yeah. Hey guys, we're playing, and it ends. That <laughs> 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 is the entire stream. Yeah. Before before the stream even starts, it gives you like the stream has ended. Fucking <laughs> screen. It's just a still image. It's one frame. A single frame of stream. A single frame, and that single frame is fucking VT posing <laughs> in the car. Fuck, dude. That game is... That game, when I played it, was awful. Yeah. I would genuinely say that game was a 3 out of 10 when I played it. So, I, I think it's worth another honest playthrough. Yeah. Because they've been updating it consistently, so... Yeah. I think they're planning for an expansion soon. Hmm. Maybe when that comes Maybe out. Maybe when that comes out, yeah. Maybe when that comes out, I'll play. Because, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Imagine if it's another fucking um, Blood and Wine level expansion. Dude, where they, you know, they make a they game. They Cyberpunk 2. <laughs> yeah, they make another game and just put it on to the end of yeah. the game. I'm almost there. I'm getting there. I just got to Stelaga in The Witcher. I'm like level 27. I've done like every Witcher contract. You were level 27 and you just got to Skellige, the yeah. place you're supposed to go when you're like level 14? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, I finished all the Witcher contracts on uh, in Velen, so I'm I gonna see. be going to. I went to Stelaga and then 
Oh, and Nova Grad. I finished. I finished like, every Witcher contract I could find that I'm that I'm equipped for. The rest I have are like you need to be level thirty six. So, but uh, I see. I'm taking my way through the Witcher. Taking my way through, and I will be doing Blood and Wine this time. Once I'm done with it. Yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. The, the, the Witcher, I, I think The Witcher 3, I've kind of played it out. I think, the, I think I'm done with The Witcher 3 for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Because even when I played it again, like recently, it was my first time in a long time playing it. So now I think that I think I'm just I'm just done done with the game. Yeah, I weirdly enough, I just beat Red Dead 2. But then two of my coworkers started playing it and I was like, want to replay it again a fucking third time red dead 2 is definitely one of those games like i think it's going to be red dead 2 and um both the new god of wars is going to be like my my going to be my yearly playthrough for a while yeah because i definitely want to do another playthrough of ragnarok Mm -hmm. um but i just don't want to do it like right this second because i just finished the game yeah, I think what I need to do personally, if I want to replay through Ragnarok, is I I beat it on hard or whatever, and like, the, sometimes I feel like hard does affect story games and how you perceive them in a lot of ways, like hard difficulty. So like, as much as I was like, man, Ragnarok's a really good game, I think back to it, and all I remember is the fuck this Valkyrie, fuck this boss fight, fuck that. But I forget like all the good moments of story. Yeah. So I think if I do another playthrough of 2018 again or of Ragnarok, I need to put it on like easy, just so I can fucking breeze through it and really focus on like that relationship and shit. Cause I I played it on like normal, and I thought normal was a pretty good balance of like I'm not constantly getting fucking destroyed, but I'm not breezing through the game. Mm-hmm. Cause I've said this a billion times before, like every other game. You put it on normal and it's baby mode, and you put it on hard and it's fucking impossible. You have to be like an esports pro competitive. Like for for me, for my level of skill, which is mm. like fairly low, to be fair. Yeah. So, I also realized something about playing games on hard. That habit, I kind of have to kick it a little when I'm playing on the Steam Deck. I keep forcing myself to play games on the Steam Deck and hard, but I'm heavily limited by just the hardware being able to keep up with the game. Um, which I'll get into a specific example in the in the next episode, but like, yeah, it's just like lower frame rates, obviously, more stutteriness overall than just playing on PC and being limited to joysticks and a it, tiny screen and a so tiny like- screen. Yeah, it's just like I'm starting to realize I'm like maybe this is why I'm struggling because like God of War 2018, I fucking I breezed through that on hard on the Steam Deck. That was fine, but like any shooter that I've played recently on the Steam Deck on hard, I just get clapped. I get stuck on objects every five seconds. Like I just have less spatial awareness. I, I liked like. the uh, I like um, when games have one difficulty. I do appreciate that, or like a dynamic difficulty it builds on as well. Because you have one difficulty, you play it, and you know this is exactly how the developers intended for this game to be experienced. Mm-hmm. And you get less half-assery because, like, like you said before about normal to hard. A lot of devs are like, we designed the game for normal, but. You need a hard because we need to make it, you know, hard for some people. So we're just going to give the enemies ridiculous aim, ridiculous health. Like, they just up the scales instead yeah. of being like, oh, maybe we make the AI smarter where it can, like, flank you. Like, that's something The Last of Us does where it's, like, baby AI. Yeah, they, you know, they die faster. Or in baby mode, they die faster and shit. And they do less damage, but they're also just dumber. And then as you crank it up, it's, like... They start to legit flank you, like, really fucking well. Like, they'll be sneaking through bushes on the sides, like, creeping. 
wow, this one's fucking coming from the Damn. left. Like, you get fucked. Not to mention they also make it, like, pretty much one-hit kill, but... Yeah. Fair. That's that's their grounded difficulty. I think that might be my next my next set of games that I play is The Last of Us 1 and 2. Yeah. Because the remaster, the remake came out for uh, for 1 on PC recently, right? It comes out uh, the 28th of March. Hmm. I might get. I might just get it on PS Five. Honestly, I would just get it because it's gonna be cheaper there because it's not gonna be new. It's gonna be on sale. Hmm. And if you're gonna play part two without waiting for a PC port, you're gonna have to play on PS Five anyway. Fair. So I think it makes more sense to just buy them on PS Five on sale. Like I bet. I bet one of them's probably on sale right now, um, and then just play it on there. Because technically, you'll be getting the intended experience for it. So. I'll be playing on the original platform. I want to get the original uh, PS3 version of The Last of Us and plug it into my PS5. I, I did want to, uh, what's I called, get um, the PS3 version at one point just to have. But, uh, yeah, so right now it's not on sale. It was a few days ago. I saw it for 60 instead of 70 But part two is $9 right now. So I'll just I'll buy part two. And I guess I'll fucking bite the bullet on part one. It's literally $9. Or if you really want to fucking save your money, you go with The Last of Us Remastered PS4 version. It's going to look a lot shittier. But and I think it'll be locked to 30 frames or whatever. Oh, uh, I don't want that. But um, I don't want that shit. It works okay, though, for a third-person shooter, though. But I, I would recommend... <laughs> I think the games are solely worth it. If you can get part one and part two for a cumulative of, like, $75, it's worth it. Like, that's a... That's, some of the greatest stuff ever. And part two, as much as the story is divisive, is hands down one of the, if not the best third person well, action that's, shooter. That's the biggest thing that I want out of part two is I like, I want to see what everyone's fucking on about. Because yeah. I refuse to believe it's as bad as some people say it is. Right. I refuse to believe that. So, especially people because I've heard so many other people who are saying, like, yeah, no, this is actually fucking fantastic. Yeah, it has certain things I don't like, but at the end of the day, like, I will say, for all of for all it's worth, gameplay-wise, it is the best third-person action shooter that's ever been created. Between your character's dynamic abilities to the actual gunplay realism, like, like you have, like, Red Dead 2 where we think of it as, like, man, they, they went all out with the gunplay where, like, you have to cock each shot, like, you have to do that shit, like... The Last of Us Part Two has that, but it also has like natural weapon sway. And if you're if you fucking dive, right? If you dive to your side, kind of like in real life, you hit the ground and then you aim, and it takes a few seconds for your character to stabilize that they're not just like boom, lock on. And it think, has all that realistic shit. Like it's. I really think good. Red Dead Two is more weighted with story exactly. than than it. I think. The the enemies and gunplay are just there to cannon fodder. Advance the story. Yeah. Like, oh, we we need to give you adversaries, but they're not particularly challenging. Yeah. Or difficult to defeat. You just fucking pop, 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 and they're yeah. you know. Tell that to to my coworker who every he says every time he gets on a horse in that game they lock on and kill him instantly. I don't know if it's some sort of glitch he's having. Well, or horses but... can be a bit difficult because you gotta aim and ride. You have to aim and also be aware of where the horse is. So that's why I always flee the horse when I'm on. Yeah. When I'm in combat, like, I'll, I'll get off the horse and I'll be like, okay, let me, uh, you know, gun this person down on foot. Because we're both moving. I have to track the movement of multiple objects instead of just myself and the enemy. 
Yeah. Rather than like, I have to do, okay, moving on myself and my gun and the enemy and my horse and the enemy's horse probably. I really can't believe it. I am a little disappointed in CD Projekt Red that they straight up remade The Witcher 3 for next gen and didn't Fitz Roach. Like, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even saying they had to like make it Red Dead 2, but like they could have made it Red Dead 1. They could have made it not suck. Like, why does the 2010 game have way better horse mechanics than the fucking 2015? Granted, I understand Red Dead is all about horseback riding. And I think we talked about this where, like, Roach is just a means of transportation in The Witcher. Yeah. There's literally, like, no story to him. There's nothing involving him. He's just a means of transportation. But, like, still, what the fuck? When you have such a big world, you have to transport around. Like, goddamn. Like, fuck. Just give him a little Witcher mobile instead. Give him a car. I wonder if there's any mods out there, actually. <laughs> oh, there definitely are. Dude, does a Batmobile. <laughs> just got, like, a like a 1994 Toyota Corolla. He's driving. <laughs> Straight pipes. <laughs> <laughs> as fuck flying around. <laughs> and he's, like... He's trying to escape, like, some kind of monster. He's like... <laughs> It won't fucking start. Pumping the gas. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to start the car, and it's just not going. <laughs> fucking <He> Leshy. <laughs> runs up and just fucking turns the car into paste. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh, Chris, I think that's all we wrote. We have a lot to talk about. No, we don't. We have a lot to do, though, between the next two episodes. We're recording yes. three today. Yes. So. Is yeah, that that's got? it, I guess. All she wrote. That's the end. The end of me. So as always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Rated Puppet, Spotify Podcasts, and the RSS feed all linked below. Bro took a little interlude. <laughs> Fucking side cut away. Um, and as always, you can contact us via email, censorsfire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and death threats. We also have YouTube and Spotify with a video platform. Yes. Huh. Goodbye.